Welcome to Super Magic Time Friends. In this podcast, two 40 year old geeks talk about four decades of geekness. My name is Emilio Guzman. And my name is Thijs van Domburg. And we are going to talk about four peculiar titles in our podcast today. From the 80s, the comic Alpha Flight. From the 90s, the TV series Forever Night. From the Zeros, the movie X-Men Origins Wolverine. And from the 10s, the game Until Dawn. And the theme of this episode, maybe you've puzzled it together. It's Canada! It's Canada Day! <laughs> no, it's it's not Canada Day because there's an actual Canada Day. That's the first, really? Yeah, the 1st of July. That's Canada Day. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's their one of their... I'm going to celebrate it now because it's... I. I since this week i am absolutely in love with canada yeah i, I want to be there i can yeah. imagine that yeah um uh, I, I was in canada uh, actually during canada day once uh, really yeah yeah three years how ago, was it I, uh, is um is it a holiday like like uh, we have in uh, holland uh, queen's day like um, everything turns orange because that's the color of the country yeah, well, imagine uh, our uh, king. Well, King's Day it's now because we don't yeah. have a queen anymore. Uh, no, uh, she's still alive. It, it never stuck. Don't worry, <laughs> she, she, she she's still alive. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it never. Yeah, yeah, I I still call it Queen's Day, but yeah, um, uh, imagine King's Day, but with uh, less booze and and the trains. At the end of the day, the, the trains and all the all the buses they're still okay, so nothing <laughs> nothing gets nothing wrecked. Broke. No, but maybe <laughs> maybe it was maybe in 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 other cities than Vancouver, uh, shit gets wrecked. But but I was in Vancouver yeah. during the Canada Day. It was the cutest thing ever. Uh, it was a nice parade and and family. It was more of a family holiday than uh, than uh, well. King's Day is a family holiday officially as well, but uh, yeah. I, I yeah, a lot of people drink a lot of booze and they, and and there always end up, uh, ends up being a few rides <laughs> just, just for, for fun. So yeah, no, I, I loved Canada Day. Uh, and, I, and I already, I already was in love with Canada. I, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I can't wait to, to go there again. Uh, have, have you ever been to Canada? No, 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 right? no never. No, no. Oh man, you should. Yeah, I, I, I truly should. Uh, and it's on my uh, uh, on my uh, uh, list of uh, places I want to uh, visit. But uh, yeah, it's it's just such a, a, a long way from here, and and and, and it's like I, I I actually don't know if I ever if I ever going to make it to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest because yeah. now you you have a baby and yeah yeah and you have to choose your uh your 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 vacations very wisely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and also uh, because of the the, the environment I, I i'm not going to choose to no. go on a, a on a long trip lightly no yeah. no that's uh but canada is is it's is it like y- y- you visited uh is it as um wholesome as everybody always says like uh you can leave the door open there's or is that a, a bit of a farce um i well 
yeah, of course, it's a bit it's a bit of a cliche that that's not really true. There's a lot of stuff wrong with Canada because there's a lot of stuff wrong with every country on earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the, well, we're going to talk about it uh, very sh- soon during our first title discussion. But uh, yeah, the cr- crime rates in Canada are, are radically lower than uh, than those in uh, the United States, which is... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I've never lived there, so... I did. No, no, no. I, no when no. you're in a hotel, you don't leave your door no, open. You, Thijs, uh, <laughs> when you're on vacation, you should uh, make a study of it. And uh, <laughs> I'm, frankly, I'm quite disappointed <laughs> that you, you don't. <laughs> you can leave your hotel door open, but yeah, then the, 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 the person who's going to clean your room is going to come and, and close it again because, yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird. Oh, wow. So, so people in Canada, when you leave, leave your door open, they clean your room? Wow. No, but, that is uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we did our best to choose uh, four titles that weren't all Marvel titles. That was our uh, biggest challenge uh, this yeah. week. Because it's, yeah, like I said last week, um, half of the characters, it seems are from Canada in Marvel comics. Well, especially yeah. if, if you read a lot of X-Men comics like we do. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 uh, we could have chosen a lot of Marvel comics and movies and games. Uh, we, we, we managed to uh, keep it uh, at, at two, two Marvel Yeah, but times. did we manage, though? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, Thijs, uh, I might have said that I will never go to uh, uh, Canada, but uh, we are going to visit Canada now. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Canada. We're going to Canada. We're going to, well, specifically, Canada in 1983. Mon Dieu, Wolverine, stop fighting us. Please, mon ami, do not force us to do this. Better listen to the Frenchies, Bella. This time, for all our sakes, stay down. We are going to talk about the comic Alpha Flight. A comic that's drawn and written by John Byrne in 1983. A Marvel comic. And in our ongoing search to get a grasp of the country that is Canada, we decided to dive into Canadian superheroes. And the big question here is, does Canada even need superheroes? Because it's a much safer country than the USA, where where homicide rates, they are more than twice of those in Canada. But then we're talking about the real version of Canada, which is a completely different country than the Marvel version. So, uh, yes, I can tell you, Canadian superheroes, please. And that's where Alpha Flight comes in. And uh, yeah, so the, the... this team, Alpha Flight, uh, it made its debut in Uncanny X-Men number 120 by writer Chris Claremont and writer and artist John Byrne. And they were both born in the UK, but John Byrne actually grew up in Canada. And the characters were initially introduced as, as nothing more than Wolverine's old teammates. Uh, just some cool-looking super people for the X-Men to uh, tussle with. But because Wolverine became more and more popular, they kept making appearances in X-Men comics. So in 1983, Marvel decided that they deserved their own series. And, uh, well, uh, 
I learned of their existence uh, from the the X Men cartoon. D did you have the same experience? Uh, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the absolutely early 90s? the same. Yeah, and and I was fascinated by them. Yeah, me too. You yeah. do? You had the same yeah, immediately. Yeah. yeah, but the thing about it is, it's just before that I just experienced uh, uh, superheroes as an as an American thing, like. Yeah. Uh, they exist in America. They might be uh, French or Canadian or whatever, <laughs> but they are. It's an American thing. Yeah. And, and this was the first time that I that I really thought, wow, that uh, superheroes can sprout up everywhere. They can. Every country can have its own captain. <laughs> captain whatever country, and uh, uh, that, that, that felt. Like something great, like like even Holland can have no no. <laughs> I think there will never be a Captain Holland. Well, I looked into this once, and there are yeah. barely any uh, Dutch Marvel characters. Not even not even uh, normal human beings in uh, Marvel comics. <laughs> it's really weird, but uh, but uh, yeah. So I was overjoyed to 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 finally read Alpha Fly because I I, I read snippets of this series. Uh, because I have this ongoing project of reading every comic where uh, the X-Men appear in. So if you do that, you're going to read a lot of Alpha Flight, but I didn't read the yeah. start of it, the, the, the first issues. And, oh man, I loved it. I really it loved it. crazy good. It, it has absolutely no, no right to be this good. No, uh, it's especially because so the, the creator didn't even have that much uh, joy during the the creation process he didn't even he didn't even like the characters that much so he stepped away from the from the book after uh, three years i think uh john Byrne, uh, who now is uh, sadly an old and angry man but in the 80s he was one of the most talented creators in comics uh, it, it, he well he he drew and he wrote this book which if you just read european uh, comics that sounds like a normal thing but in marvel comics that's really special it, yeah. that, that barely happens so i just wanted to introduce the members of this this well this forgotten team because they don't make that much uh, appearances anymore so uh their leader so you have a, a bit of a grasp of this how this team looks like uh, their, their leader that's by far the least interesting character of them all He's called a Guardian, or sometimes he's called Vindicator. But uh, anyway, he can fly. He's super strong. And he's Canada's take on Captain America, right? He's, he's, he's the Captain yeah. America of the team. Uh, yeah, sometimes I, I, because he's called Guardian or Vindicator. But in my head, it's just Captain Canada, right? Yeah, he even refers yeah. to himself uh, as, as uh, Captain Canada once, just, yeah. just as, a, as a bit of a joke. And yeah. Uh, well, yeah. What I know of Canada is, is that they're not that obsessed with with patriotism as uh, America is, uh, and they have Canada Day. But I think, uh, well, America has uh, a well, like fifteen <laughs> America Days, <laughs> probably. Uh, and, and and well, I think that's a great thing about Canada. That uh, I'm I'm uh, yeah, I'm not huge on uh, patriotism myself. Uh, but as a result, Captain Canada itself is not that great. Uh, instead of the Stars and Stripes, uh, James Hudson, because that's his real name, he has a maple leaf on his suit. 
uh, yeah, that's a flag. That's Canada's flag, but it, yeah. it looks it looks so dumb. And I think the fact that he doesn't have a shield in the shape of a leaf, that's a missed opportunity, right? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, that, that, well, it go should for have it. been that just uh, a red and white uh, striped uh, suit, and then the leaf should have been the the shield. That, that I, would be I so agree. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe if if he would throw it, it would just float. Uh, yeah, <laughs> gently down <laughs> on somebody's head. And sometimes it would hit an enemy, but it wasn't. It's just no. not designed for that. No, it's just. But, it's, but that's okay because it's Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if Vindicator is Alpha Flight's uh, captain, Sasquatch is Alpha Flight's Hulk, and just like Bruce Banner, he's a scientist who experimented with gamma rays. He was even a, a friend of Bruce Banner in his youth. And now he has the ability to transform into a big, strong, hairy beast. Um, but unlike the Hulk, his personality doesn't change when he transforms. Uh, I, he looks so cool. He's just yeah. an orange, scruffy guy. He's huge. And he's, he's, he's a, a bit of a dick, I think. He is. He is. Yeah. yeah. He I, often I, uh, also is in the in the Hulk comics. Uh, 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 yeah, a, a, a humongous asshole in those com- comments. Yeah. But in this one, he's, he's just the dick. Yeah, he, he used yeah. to be my favorite character just by the, by his looks because I always lo- by design. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I always uh, I'm I've always been a big fan of Beast. So yeah, this is right up my alley. But the yeah. more the more the more I've read uh, Alpha Flight comics, the, the uh, the the I, I start to dislike him a bit, but he's still a cool character. He uh, truly is. Yeah, I wouldn't be yeah. friends with him. Let, let's keep it that way. Um, then there's Shaman. He's uh, of indigenous descent, so he's of he's a, a First Nation character, and he's the Doctor Strange of the team. He's the best doctor of all Canada, who also has mystical powers. Uh, yeah, because you cannot have a character of indigenous descent who doesn't do some version of indigenous magic yes yep and um speaking of tropes there's snowbird she's the daughter of a human and an inuit god who can change into arctic animals because if well if they don't have magical powers indigenous people in in marvel comics they can talk to animals or change into animals that's yeah uh, there are the twins northstar and aurora uh, who can fly and have super speed and Northstar was one of the first openly gay superheroes, although he didn't come out until uh, 1992, and he didn't even kiss a man until 2011. That's oh, also wow. comics for you. And uh, and he, he married. He's married now. That that was really cool. In uh, in 2012, I think he married uh, his, his boyfriend. They're still married. And last but not least, my favorite character of this team, Puck. And Puck is, of course, named after a hockey puck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's simple as that. Uh, it, it, it doesn't get more Canadian than that. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's called Puck because he wears a black suit with a big letter P on it, <laughs> which I also love. And uh, yeah, because he is <laughs> three feet tall. And although later comics stated that he used to be a six feet tall man who magically got turned into a smaller man. 
John John Byrne he never intended that. I hate I hate that origin story. It's, he's Buck is just a guy. Well, he intended it as a, as a guy who has dwarfism, so that's why he's three feet tall. And when you when you invent a, 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 an origin story with 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 magic, it takes away the the fact that that there 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 was a a superhero with dwarfism, which was really cool. It takes away all the the specialness of it. I I think it's quite condescending. Uh, also, yeah, 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 it is. Um, uh, and that's not the way he uh, was intended, because he's uh, uh, he's not made into a joke. He's uh, because he is a superhero. He's crazy strong and really athletic. Yeah, and he's a, he, and he has no powers. That's that's the no. cool thing. He's just he, he isn't even rich like Batman or Iron Man. Uh, who, yeah, well, who can just buy cool stuff? But he, he's just a talented guy. And so I, in my head, but is just, he not is he not stronger than average? Yeah, but because he he trained a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, is that yeah. the story? I thought he had uh, like uh, uh, a a a power uh, of being stronger than average and uh, more agile than average. But yeah, well, yeah, just like uh, uh, some people are really good at swimming. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at, at jumping and fighting and uh, being acrobatic, and, and so so that 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 stupid origin story about him being smaller uh, because of magic, I just ignore that right because yeah. when you read Marvel comics, you sometimes just have to ignore <laughs> origin yeah. stories because they 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 keep on retconning stuff that's just uh, yeah. like later on like, we're going to ignore a whole movie so <laughs> it's, uh, it's just yeah. something you do <laughs> yeah uh okay so um well he's my by far my favorite member of this team um, absolutely he's so uh, uh the the best thing is is he's so he's such a funny guy because everybody laughs at him uh yeah. people always underestimate him uh, uh, and the joke is always they open the door, they uh, look straight ahead, they don't see him. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, down here and they laugh. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? And and I always feel for the people that are laughing at him because you know what's going to happen. He's going to <laughs> kick their asses and he's going to do so uh, uh, while laughing at them. <laughs> he's such a yeah, he's, he's great. And uh well, yeah, the, the series itself. Well, as you said, the, the, the comics, the comics are good, but I'm I'm constantly worried about the the team itself because they're it's a good comic. It's not a good team. They don't work yeah. together that well. That's um, the, 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 one of the first issues. One of them gets kidnapped, and it takes Namor and Invisible Girl, both not members of Alpha Flight. And not even Canadian to rescue her, it's because they are all fighting and 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 uh, missing and and not even being present at the at the headquarters. And most issues are great. It's it's one series I'm going to uh, read alongside X Men now. I'm going to read them all. That's my new mission <laughs> in my busy busy life. And you're going to have a lot of fun because. It, it, I truly think that the writing is is it's it's also refreshing in a way, uh, and it's crazy to to say something from 1983 is refreshing, but uh, <laughs> uh, 
I feel I, sometimes it feels really ridiculous to to uh, relate to superheroes, but um, uh, uh, Vindicator or Guardian, uh, uh, he has money problems and he's just got fired and and he's thinking stuff like like can we make it on her salary alone and and what if I, I, I we all have those thoughts right uh, yeah uh, and he has a it, wife who is really yeah. involved in the team is. His wife is a better character than he is, by the way. Yeah, sure, sure. No, the the the. But we're somehow we're all a bit like Vindicator, I think. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I I just it's really mature writing. Sometimes I even uh, think it's it's really funny. Like some, at one point, somebody is thinking this beast is known to me, spoken of in legends, legends of unspeakable evil that surrounds his very name nobody thinks this <laughs> eloquent there's no there's no way this is going to be a thought no <laughs> just in, in real life that thought would be fuck <laughs> that would be it just that is a big monster <laughs> yeah and, and and the cool thing well the theme is canada you learn a lot about canada and they're from all over Canada. Uh, Sasquatch is from Vancouver. And the twins are from Montreal. So Canada is featured a lot. That's cool because, well, usually when Canada is featured in Marvel Comics, it's, it's, it's usually some made-up laboratory. We're getting to that. But uh, <laughs> in, in this comic, because, well, the writer grew up in Canada, you, you actually got to see a lot of it. So yeah. uh, if you want to see more of Canada without going to Canada, read Alpha Flight because, yeah. It's, it might it's, even uh, be a cooler Canada because it's Canada with monsters. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to learn more of Canada and especially Toronto, right? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, let's stay, uh, Yeah, let's go back to 1992. talk about a tv show a canadian tv show and the title of this show is forever night and it's spelled with a with a k like like a medieval knight and that happens to be the also the the surname of the main character uh 800 year old vampire uh, nick knight mm -hmm. uh but it's also of course a reference to him being a vampire uh he's unable to walk in the daylight so to him, it's forever night, as in nighttime. Uh, but he's also immortal. So it's also a reference to, to him. Yeah, he will be forever Nick Knight. <laughs> but he has changed his name. So that's not really the case. It's, it's, it's just a bad title for a really good series. Um, I would describe it as a vampire feel-good detective show. <laughs> that's the that's a great niche that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's an amazing niche yeah uh, i think that i think the title is is a play on words 
that gets old really, really fast. Yeah, no, really fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, the intro has a has a voiceover as often intros in the eighties and the nineties had, um, <laughs> and that voiceover explains what we're going to see, uh, and it's the same for every episode. Uh, it says uh, uh, he was brought across in twelve twenty eight. Yeah, first, sorry, I, I was hesitant, but uh, the broader cross, that's uh, this series way of saying he was made a vampire in 1228. Um, yeah, it's uh, I, it's confusing because I first thought broader cross meant he was brought across from Europe to Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I would no, no, call no, that broader cross, but no, maybe... the bringing across means he's uh, turned into a vampire uh, uh, on uh, in that year, and the voiceover continues. Uh, prayed on humans for their blood. Now he wants to be mortal again, to repay society for his sins, to emerge from his world of darkness, from his endless forever night. Ah, night. Ah. And then night is, of course, the yeah, with, yeah. the nighttime with reference. End. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, old, it's a play on words. It gets old. That gets, <laughs> get, yeah. that gets, Stuffed in your face every episode yeah. you watch it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now he lives in, in, in Toronto uh, and he's a, he's a detective Yeah, with solving and, and, and preventing murders. Um, he is trying to absolve himself from his crimes uh, as a vampire, which is all uh, yeah, uh, often the story. And uh, accidentally, he saves a lot of beautiful women that fall in love with him because it's, of course, it's written by men. Um, uh, yeah, truly special thing about this backstory is, uh, in, in the 13th century, Nick Knight was originally born in Brabant. And that is a province in the Netherlands. So we're calling this a Canadian series, but it's actually Dutch. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, he is so yeah. Dutch. I, I, I think his name is not, uh, Nick Knight. It is uh, the Dutch translation. It's Nico Ridder. <laughs> Nico Ridder. <laughs> but, but it doesn't sound as really uh, not cool. Yeah, and the play on words uh, uh, doesn't work uh, as well. Forever Ridder? Forever Ridder doesn't no, that's... work. That's just not a good name. Um, <laughs> technically, uh, back then, uh, the Netherlands and Belgium uh, were uh, uh, one uh, country, and the Duchy of Brabant uh, crossed into both countries, but we're 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 ignoring that. Um, yeah, yeah. In, in flashbacks, he speaks French. Uh, Belgium, yeah, like Canada, is a bilingual country. They they speak French there, uh, but we're also going to ignore that part. Um, yeah, although every every sign points to. Uh, no, no, no. We just being from Belgium. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Thijs. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. also na named uh, Nicolas de Brabant. Uh, uh, that is also French. <laughs> uh, but we don't care. Yeah, Nick Knight is just okay. a Dutch guy he's, from he's the Dutchy Brabant. Yeah, because there are no Dutch Marvel characters, so we're claiming this one. We're claiming this one, yeah. <laughs> this is our vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, we were saying we didn't like patriotism, but uh, yeah, in Holland we just don't, don't we we have nothing to be a patriot about. <laughs> so we, we're taking one thing, yeah, one thing, just one thing. 
Um, just want one vampire. Yeah, we want one Nick Knight. One, one Nick Knight. He's also yeah. He's eight hundred years old, and that that is not surprising to me because I think it's really easy being a vampire in this series. It's <laughs> it is absolutely no problem in the world of Forever Night. Uh, uh, vampires are extremely powerful. They they have superhuman strength. They can fly. They heal yeah. instantly. They can control minds. And they have night vision. Although, yeah, the night vision is, is, is not very impressive. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely... It's, uh, they can see in the dark as if it were day, but the daylight is colored red for s- some odd reason. And it yeah. is only useful in absolute darkness because uh, using it in, in, in like a lamplit street makes it really blurry. So, yeah. But no, they're, they're, they're basically all uh, Superman with, with fangs. Uh, that is... Uh, <laughs> and, and, well, if you think, wow, it's from the 90s, uh, and they can fly. That, that's, that's, that's hard to do with CGI. Well, just they just don't. It's just you... When, when he flies, you, it's just the first person uh, shot of him flying. So yeah. they, they just, well rented one helicopter and took some some helicopter shots yeah. uh, of Toronto and that's him flying that's yeah. it's super cheap but it works it, it, totally it does works work for me. It, yeah again this is it's a really good series and I, I I did really enjoy watching it uh especially yeah for a TV shows from show from from 1980 uh, 1992 it's it's surprisingly good uh, yeah sometimes it's even funny and it, it has I think it has uh, its heart in the right place. Uh, this one uh, as well. Uh, for a vampire story, it's surprisingly positive uh, because Nick Knight is, is really trying to make a difference, uh, I, I think. I, I have never heard of this series. I don't think it was broadcasted in uh, in the Netherlands. And often well, we've never heard of a series and we're going to do a podcast about it. It's yeah. actually a bad sign. Remember yeah. Tiger Sharks and, and, and Sea Quest. But but uh, so I feared this was going to be another sea quest, but no no it, it it's it's not I uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch all three seasons of it but uh, I think I'm going to watch some more yeah it's, uh, it's really comforting right yeah yeah, yeah. no and I, like I said it's, it has a feel good vibe to it was it one thing was was not working for me. I think Nick Knight is way too functional for a vampire. Sure, you know, the centuries of killing uh, that weighs down on him. Uh, and he's, he also calls uh, vampirism a, a disease. But I, I don't really see that because I think that's the, you know, the, the addiction uh, uh, analogy you often hear, hear with, with uh, uh, vampirism. But I don't really see the problem here because vampires in this world can, can, can drink bottled blood. So they don't even need to kill. Uh, Nick always uh, keeps a few bottles of cow blood in his fridge. That seems to sustain him. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. He, he, he sometimes gets a bit drunk and depressed when he drinks it. But overall, he seems to be yeah, in control of his life, even. Yeah. Uh, he has a job. He has a home. I think by AA standards, this isn't going to be an addiction, <laughs> truly. If you come to the AA saying, yeah, I have some problems, drinking blood, I think they will just say, go, go away. 
You're fine. Just go away. I think the 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 director sometimes tries to make shots more dramatical than they actually are. So there's in the first episode there's a shot of him drinking blood and instead of just drinking it he, he's just it's, the blood leaks from his mouth and it's really yeah. weird and, and gross and yeah, like, and yeah like you see just the actor thinking drink. why do i have to do this yeah. why can't i just drink yeah yeah it's 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 i have lips i can i know how to drink yeah it's like a wine bottle filled with blood yeah uh, the fangs are not going to be in the way. They are quite handy on the sides of your mouth. So, so yeah, and he retracts them uh, whenever he wants to. So yeah, well, it's just it's just a solid detective series. Uh, it truly really is with, yeah. with with vampire stuff in it, and you you got some flashbacks of him uh, in 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 the 13th century. The, those are great. <laughs> That it's sometimes a bit bit over over the top, but yeah, I, I don't mind that. And yeah, well, it's from the early '90s, so don't expect a series from 2021 because it's not that. It's really old, but yeah. for well, yeah, it's 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 uh it's it's a comforting, nice series. But what makes it really Canadian for me is the fact that. That nobody suspects that there are vampires on the loose, <laughs> because a lot of people are found with well, two bites in their neck. You know, I don't believe in vampires, but when there are f- five bodies found in in my city um, with clearly vampire bites yeah. in their necks, I agree. Although I uh, there is a reporter in the first scene of the series that uh, suspects that there is a vampire on the loose. And uh, he, yeah, he uh, uh, takes control of her mind and tells her to think about other things and go away. <laughs> and she does. <laughs> so that's right. But yeah, but I, uh, yeah, but still, it's it's going to come out, right? Because he no, can, no, 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 he, he can't control everybody's mind. It's great to be a vampire in Canada. It's absolutely yeah, it, amazing. Nobody but, will suspect you. I think if, if there was in, in America one person killed um, with vampire bites in his neck, I think the whole country would cover their entire house with garlic and crosses. It would be, it would be, uh, all, uh, they, they would throw all their guns away and replace yeah. them with crosses and garlic. That, but they can <laughs> still leave their door open because a vampire you have to invite in. Ah, ah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't sound really original, uh, a, a series about a vampire detective, but it was the first TV series that did that. So, yeah. uh, but I discovered there was a comic before the series about a vampire detective. And uh, guess who published it? Marvel. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of a stretch, but, 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 but hear me out. He's called Hannibal King. And is he Canadian? No, but... He, there is a character in the third Blade movie, and guess who plays him in that movie? Ryan Reynolds. Really? So a, a Canadian. Canadian actor who also played Canadian superhero Deadpool. So yeah, we keep we keep coming back to Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Although this one this is a, was a this bit is of a, a Mar- Marvel <laughs> podcast episode. This. <laughs> so a surprisingly uh, well-made. Canadian vampire series from the 90s. I'm going to take you to 2015 now for a 
Canadian video game. The next title we're going to talk about is Until Dawn. And uh, when I say Canadian video game, it isn't made in Canada. It's, 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 it takes place in Canada. And well, last week was the first episode without a video game in it because there were too many D&D inspired games to choose from. This week we had the nigh impossible job of choosing a video game that takes place in Canada. And uh, again, uh, that do not feature any Marvel characters. That was our... Uh, our mission. Uh, if we would have counted games that were made in Canada, we would have no problem at all. But no, we wanted to be in Canada. And well, the two big ones are the Scott Pilgrim game. Uh, but we're going to talk about uh, Scott Pilgrim uh, very soon already. So we, we skipped that one. And there is this one, Until Dawn, that ironically wasn't made in Canada, <laughs> but uh, made in England by Super, super Massive Games. Um, until Dawn is a horror game, and I can't tell you much of the plot. Not because of spoilers, but because it is an interactive game. And the choices you make decide which path the story will take. So the first choice you have to make is, will you play this game or not? And <laughs> if you choose not to, you have more time to play a different video game, or I don't know, take a walk, or do the dishes. <laughs> That's all you can do during uh, this pandemic. But if you do play Until Dawn, you go to Canada. And it takes place in the fictional Blackwood Mountains, where a group of teenagers visits a, a party in a lodge. The teenagers are your standard horror teen teenagers. Uh, some of them are portrayed by pretty well-known actors, like uh, Rami Malek, the main actor of uh, Mr. Robot. But they're all a bit flat and not that sympathetic. But for me... That was okay, because, uh, yeah, most of them are going to die anyway. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that all depends on how well you play this game, of course, because uh, remember when I told you your choices decide how the plot will unfold? Playing this game too slow is regarded as a choice. So, uh, yeah, you can fuck up uh, pretty much uh, with every character. So you can end up um, this game with... Uh, with maybe two characters alive, or you can end up with uh, uh, maybe 10 characters alive. So, uh, yeah, um, Emilio, I, <laughs> I can guess what you will think of this game, but uh, tell me, uh, is that your, uh, your no, kind no, of game? Uh, I, <laughs> I, um, I do not like this game. Uh, I, uh, I even uh, fell off. I, 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 uh, it's, it's not the game's fault. I have to say I don't like these type of games. It's not the horror part of it uh, because I am uh, uh, easily scared. But uh, this especially actually, during video games, right? Yeah, but this didn't scare yeah. me uh, at all. Um, hmm. So that's not a good sign. No, that's not a good sign. And uh, uh, I thought the uh, but we'll get into that later. Uh, I, I think the writing is okay, but well, it's okay, but it's 
I don't think it's really good, and I, I, I just hate the way the teenagers speak. It just annoys the 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 heck out of me. Is it it using words like bra and, and boom and and see ya? It just oh man, it annoys me so much that I I just want all of them, all of them to die. It's just not teenagers in real life, but this or these teenagers. Yeah, but if, it doesn't work uh, 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 if you're not invested in... in no. There no. was just maybe one or two uh, of the group that I... Yeah, Sam I, is. Sam, the, well, the girl yeah. with the hat. I, I don't remember them. They're not... It's... No, I don't... Uh, I, I, it didn't... Sometimes that happens with a, with a video game. I heard a lot of good things uh, about this and it just didn't work for me. Don't let me poop uh, on your brain. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, because you really enjoyed, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. But I, I must say, I do agree with, with, with a lot of stuff you just said. Again, I, I don't like any of these characters. They're just stupid teenagers. Yeah. But that's, that's perfect for me. Because if I get too attached to characters in, in a game like this, I get really sad when when they're dying and I want to start over. Because, well, you you can do you can cheat if you want. You can just uh, uh, when something goes yeah. wrong, uh, close your close your game and start it again. So you, but just do to choices to matter cho if you don't feel anything for the teenagers. I mean that's yeah. Well, I I just saw it as a challenge to to end this game with as many characters alive as possible. Ah, yeah, yeah. Even if I didn't like the characters, that was my goal. Yeah. Because yeah. every character you lose, well, that's that's a storyline you will lose. The same happened in the uh, in, in the game Heavy Rain. You could finish that game in in two hours, I think, if yeah. you just played it really bad. But if you played it well, there were a lot of uh, storylines opening for you i just wanted to 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 experience the, the entire story because i don't like the dialogue that much in this game but i do like the story i do like the plot so i wanted to to experience the entire plot as as well as fully as possible uh so for, for me yeah it didn't i it, i didn't mind that, that the characters were flat and stupid and so, no. uh, uh, well and, and it's a horror game so yeah when it's a horror movie uh well no of course you always have the the yeah a bit of a recipe it's okay if if the characters yeah. are, are are flat yeah but, that's, yeah that's... but the choices to me also i'm going to poop on your parade again it's it's to me the choices feel like uh, uh i want cho my choices to be ethical like not go mm. left or right on a uh, on a road i have have absolutely no knowledge of it's that's just stupid just go just walk i mean that has absolutely no meaning and secondly if you have this much choice in your game i don't think you really care about your story like in heavy rain uh, it had it was a bit of an uh, experiment and i think it succeeded in in a few ways but the 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 difficult thing about choice in a video game it has to have a meaning but it also uh splits your story in two different roads and both yeah. of them have to be good and often often or not it, it, it just one of them is uh and i always feel like they 
just should tell that story. But once in a while, like in, in Mass Effect, you have uh, the choices are not that often. And uh, once in a while, you have the choice to decide uh, to be good or evil. And once in a while, you have to make a really impactful decision that could change the, the fate of an entire species. Um, yeah. And those are ethical choices. And this, these. Do you want genocide or no genocide? Yeah, exactly. And that <laughs> is um, uh, a difficult. I mean, when there is a choice you have to make in a video game, you want the choice to be a choice you have to. You want to put your controller down and think about it. That's that's the choices you like, right? Yeah, and Do these are just it? the the yeah. Just so you don't want choices, choices you have to make in five seconds. But that's what I like about it. Well, I I like Mass Effect uh, as well. Yeah, but I I like this game as well because I like having to to make a choice in five seconds, and then I I like being angry with myself that I made the bad one. I like yeah, the stress yeah, yeah. of having to push the right buttons at the right time because there are a lot of qu quick time events in this. So, so yeah, you have to do not like those. <laughs> no, you, you do not like those as well. No. I, 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 I loved it so much playing this again and, and thinking about you hating this game. <laughs> I just, I knew you would hate this game. I knew it. Another thing I do uh, when I play these games is uh, I, I, I rarely play them again. Uh, what I do when I finish them is just watching every possible ending of the game. For two hours, I'm obsessed with it after I yeah, finish yeah. it. And yeah, where a game like this can go wrong if it feels like the choices you make are redundant. And, and, and well, even in Until Dawn, they, they, they sometimes are. But but that's okay. You, you just don't want to notice it. And that's what I think. Uh, did they do well? If you make a redundant choice, as long as you don't notice it when you're playing the game, that that's okay to me. Yeah, um, yeah. But this is an episode about Canada. So what's so Canadian yeah. about this game? Well, by far the most Canadian thing of this game is that there are Wendigos in it. And so this is a horror game, and uh, the main killer in this game. That's the Wendigo. It's a legend from the indigenous people of Canada, and every tribe has its own version of the legend and, and just like with vampires every pop culture version of the wendigo has its own rules and um, in this game wendigos were once humans but they turned into monsters because they ate human flesh and they all look a bit uh, uh, like Gollum in, in, in this game I don't really know how wendigos look like in the legends so that as I said that changes a lot but the Wendigos in this game are honestly my least favorite part of the game. Um, and you know why? And here comes Marvel Canada again. Because the Wendigos in Marvel <laughs> Comics are so much cooler. <laughs> yeah, they too Yes, there are Wendigos in Marvel Comics. And they're white, huge furry monsters who like to fight the Hulk. And they and, and, and uh, the first uh, issue that uh, Wolverine made his appearance in... Uh, was a was an issue uh, about the Hulk fighting a Wendigo. Wolverine is is actually the the, the third character in that uh, in that comic. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> what I really love about Marvel <laughs> Wendigos, they are unable to cross the Canadian border. <laughs> so, so for some reason, this legendary mystical creature, uh, yeah, has 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 issues crossing. 
uh, well, a man-made. Yeah, it's border? a national I problem. It's just. I I don't know how that how that works, but yeah. So um, if you're in Canada, when we go to Canada, Emilio, yeah. you said you 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 might not never go to Canada, but when you do, remember one thing: do not eat human flesh. No, because. Even even in, in, in the Until Dawn, uh, yeah, the, it's in the Until Dawn universe. It's in the Marvel universe. Maybe it's yeah. in our universe as well. You don't when know that. You eat, I will try to don't... remember. I, you know, you never know, of course. But I, no, I will try. I know, <laughs> I will try I know the way. I know to which restaurants you you, you like to go. <laughs> uh, you like trying new stuff. Yeah. Uh, maybe you want to eat some. Uh, you want to eat a moose. Or a special uh, Canadian mushroom. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually a vegetarian now, but uh, yeah. Uh, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. that's a good. But thing. you never know. Uh, never and know. Uh, if my plane crashes uh, in those snowy uh, mountains, then oh yeah. Do not do not eat your girlfriend. No, uh, no, no, no. I think she will be. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> the last. I, no, I, I, I think she has. I, I will be her meal uh, uh, sooner than the other way around. Um, okay. So when I visit Canada, yeah, after that that tragic plane crash, yeah, and I see a Wendy go, it could be your girlfriend. It could be my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, or my or my daughter. Uh, absolutely, Ooh. yeah. A, a really small, and really, really funny, a really cute Wendigo. Oh, <laughs> baby Wendigo, that's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> a white, hairy, f- fluffy <laughs> Wendigo. <laughs> we are also going to stay uh, in the borders of uh, Canada, and yeah, we cannot escape the Marvel borders either. <laughs> We're going to talk about a movie from 2009. a little scene I would like to call watching X-Men Origin Wolverine for the first time. The movie begins. We're in Canada. The year is 1845. We see a boy called James and he is lying sick in his bed. His father tends to him. Whoa, this is looking a lot like the Origin comic. Is this movie actually going to be good? There's another boy. He's really annoying, but okay, don't mind him. Because suddenly someone is pounding on the door. From his bedroom, James hears his father fighting with another man and then a gun is fired. When he runs over to the door, he sees that the groundskeeper Thomas Logan has killed his father. James is beside himself with rage and suddenly he starts growing giant claws from between his knuckles, screaming... Okay, this was... Some really bad acting, but it's a little boy. It's the director's fault. The grown-ups are probably going to do better. Be positive, Emilio. Just stick with it. James runs away, but the other boy runs after him. 
He says they are brothers now and they have to stick together. Okay, this is really weird. But just look at a montage of them fighting in the Civil War. Wait, so the annoying kid is clearly Sabretooth and he and Wolverine are brothers? What? Yeah, they are brothers. That's one way to tell the story. Just stick with it. Just roll with it. This is a really cool montage. They are fighting in the First World War now. Hmm. If this is, is a movie about them fighting in the old days, I would actually really like that. Okay, pay attention. The montage uh, has ended. Wolverine and Sabretooth are in Vietnam getting recruited by Stryker from Weapon X. They get on a plane... Plane that is clearly a super modern plane. Wait, are these somehow modern times already? Were they waiting for a plane for 30 years? Is this... Or are we still in the 70s? I just don't get it. I mean, why are they wearing clothes from 2009? I give up. This is a terrible movie. <laughs> it is, And that's the beginning of this movie is actually the best part of this movie. Yeah, that, that montage is, I must say, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it. Uh, this, this, the best part yeah. of the movie is a montage. <laughs> yeah, Wolverine and Sabretooth just, just fighting in random wars. Oh. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a way to show that they're immortal. I don't know if this is the best way to show the, the, the audience that they're immortal, right? It's that they don't get older because they do get older. Yeah, so that's if you don't know anything about, about these characters, but we are we are Marvel fans, uh, we are X-Men fans, so we, we know Wolverine and Sabretooth. Well, they're just stuck in their uh, uh, 40s, yeah. in their early 40s forever. That's That's their status quo but if you don't know anything about these characters you don't know that they're immortal so you, you you're i think you're just you're just puzzled by it because okay they're kids um and then in the first world war they're like uh, 30 40 years old but in 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 the 70s they still are 40 years old how does that work i, I have so, no idea but that's that is just it's made for us but Clearly, but we don't like it. No. <laughs> we hate this movie. <laughs> no, it's. I'm, I'm also not going to get into the f uh, story any th further. It's. It's. You can. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, you can think of something dumb yourself. You don't need this movie for that. <laughs> uh, it's just. It's. Uh, I'm just going to talk about uh, some of the crazy choices uh, the writers made. Um, it is written by by David uh, Benioff. Uh, the uh, co-creator of the Game of Thrones uh, series. And uh, he calls himself a comic book fan. Yeah, it's rewritten by uh, Skip Woods, the writer of movies like Thursday and Swordfish. Um, those are actually good movies. Um, don't know what happened here. Uh, because they made some, some, just some crazy choices. Gambit is all of a sudden capable of jumping really crazy high. <laughs> It's like yeah. Oh, uh, well, I think the fact that Gambit is in this movie is a crazy choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? sure. Because if if you think of Wolverine's uh, origin, uh, you don't think of Gambit. No. So if the, the, he's just pushed in his movie uh, against his will. That's that's where I think the character of Gambit doesn't even want to be in this movie because he has no place here. But yeah, oh, for some reason they go to New Orleans. Uh, 
because they they had a deal with Louisiana, the state of Louisiana, maybe. I have no idea, but it's just weird. And he jumps like like a character, like he's he's straight out out of the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon uh, universe. He just jumps really high and really slow. <laughs> and and the, at one point, he jumps off a building, and he uses his staff as a, a helicopter by rotating <laughs> it above his head. I mean, that is just like even a, a cartoon character like uh, Wally Kiyoti would try something like that and he would succeed for a second and then he would realize how dumb his idea was and he would fall into the ravine. That, that is... <laughs> but in this movie, it works. They just made up powers... Uh, for a character that already has uh, a great power. Yeah. Gambit's power is he you know, he can charge objects and he can throw them and they explode. Well, he does that in this movie. Uh, yeah, and okay. He, just like Buck, he is a, an athletic guy. He can jump, well, slightly higher than, than normal people. Yeah, he has, he has a... a the, he can a, fly with a, with his stuff. No, he has the, the power to uh, to uh, store some of his uh, energy. So he yeah, can jump yeah, right. a bit yeah. higher, but not yeah, uh, like a seven-story building higher. That is just That's, crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I, lo- I love... What I love about, about the X-Men universe is that there, that there are... Uh, well, three hundred X Men. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you can use them all in in comics. I, l- I love a panel with in uh, in in the current X Men comics when there are a hundred characters stuffed in in, in yeah. one page. I love that. But when you do that in a movie, they they all feel redundant. Yeah, and and they they just keep on. Throwing uh, new characters at you. Yeah, for and, for and, for and example, uh, uh, Strike uh, uh, abducts a lot of uh, mutants, uh, uh, among others, uh, Cyclops, for example, um, uh, to use their powers to create a a pool of powers. To create that pool, so th- yeah, that pool is apparently a death stroke. That's why he's called Deadpool. Is it called Deadpool because he's a mix of a pool of <laughs> X-Men genes? It's so funny. It's uh, so dumb. Yeah. And um, you don't need that. Another thing, I mean, the writing in this movie is so bad. When the mutants flee the, the secret Weapon X facility, all of a sudden, although uh, uh, Cyclops is uh, blindfolded, he knows the way. And it's not explained why, but he has he has something like a sixth sense or something. He's, he's just <laughs> he's like he has the power to know the way. It's it's so stupid uh, to have him have the power of navigation. <laughs> it's just it's oh man, but and, and you know we're 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 well we we're we're X Men fans, we're comic fans, so we know a lot about this stuff. So. When this move this movie ignores uh, well basically uh, all common sense from the comics, but they even mess things up within the the X Men movie universe. That's just yeah. that's, that's the weirdest thing. No, but 
as we have seen in the beginning uh, of this movie, time is of absolutely no meaning in this movie. No. Because it is the 70s and they are all wearing clothes of from 2009. It's, it's just crazy. It's, just, it, it, anno yeah. it's annoyingly crazy because it's lazy. It predicted what they were going to do with the X-Men movie universe after this because they kept on doing this because it... it, yeah. it the the next the next X Men movie was X Men First Class that took place in the sixties. Uh, the movie after that was a movie in the seventies, um, uh, which totally ignored this movie, by the way. Yeah. And the movie after that was in the eighties, and then there's a movie in the nineties. Um, they're all with the same characters who don't get older for some reason. So in those forty years. James McAvoy still looks like James McAvoy when he's playing Charles Xavier. Why did they hate their own timeline so much? No, That's I what I keep wondering. Yeah. Why did... And, 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 and there's all, all these characters that pop up twice. Uh, here's M Emma Frost, who two years later would appear in another X-Men movie, uh, played by a totally different uh, actress. Um, she, has, uh, she has totally different powers. Yeah. You have to plan for uh, 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 for for characters to 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 show up. Otherwise, you get this awful mess. I mean, I mean. It, so yeah. Well, the, the the best example is of course death. Yeah, yeah. I was trying not to talk about that because yeah, it's of course everybody. Everybody has already. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's it's a bit of a cliche. Well, it's even the, the, uh, in Deadpool too. Uh, well. They yeah. even visit this 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 scene in the movie is visited by uh, the Deadpool from Deadpool Two, yeah, which is one of the funniest thing ever. So, uh, uh, it, but the weird thing is he's played by the same actor Ryan Reynolds, yeah. who really hated this movie as well. Yeah, so he wanted to take revenge on this movie. Yeah, so there's nobody likes this one no and no and and, and they are all uh, in their right minds to do so because it's yeah even canadians should be offended because this movie oh, yeah. uh, 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 takes place in canada but yeah it, it, it uh and the funny thing is in real life creepy shit like uh area 51 and, and the sketchy laboratories uh, that's all the usa right yeah yeah <laughs> it's, but in the marvel universe it's in Canada. That's that's something I, I that keep, keeps on coming back. And that's in this movie as well. It's 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 one of the nastiest uh, uh, labs I've ever seen. And uh, but but the most Canadian thing in this movie, I think, that's the old couple <laughs> that Wolverine stays at. Uh, I think it's a Superman reference. But uh, they they reminded me of. Uh, um, of an old couple, uh, we, st my wife and I, stayed at uh, when we visited. Canada. Yeah, yeah. So, for for some reason, I like that scene. And, and, and they even uh, let you in, even though you were naked in their barn. Was was that? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it started. And uh, yeah, and afterwards they, uh, yeah, I think they got killed by the government. Uh, I didn't really. Uh, well, I already stole their their motorcycle, so. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, and the the dead son's jacket. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, that the same jacket I still wear. <laughs> Thirty years later, I got that from them. Yeah, jackets. 
it's it's Wolverine's jacket origin. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? One discussion we can have uh, to end this uh, is is about uh, Hugh Jackman, because yeah, uh, uh, the X Men movie uh, universe is uh, uh, as of now cancelled as hell. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, they they put a stop to it the moment uh, Disney bought Fox, and well, we all had a drink. I remember the day that was <laughs> we celebrated in the streets, right? Yeah, <laughs> because uh, well, it, it, I don't know uh, if 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 the the the, the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe is the best universe for the X Men movies. We 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 will have to see that. But well, th- this mess of a uh, of, of a universe has ended now. But uh, some people want Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine in in the new X Men movies. Yeah. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and uh, I, I do not want that. And this movie reminded me of that. And and he's—it's not his fault that this. No, this because is a bad he's movie. the he best thing best. in this movie. Uh, yeah, Leap Schreiber is is, is acting uh, uh, the best that he can with this awful script script yeah. as well. So yeah, they are acting the are not quite good. Ryan Reynolds is already pretty funny in this movie. He does his best with with uh, with those with two lines. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but Hugh Jackman does is not my Wolverine. He has never been, and he's a great actor. But uh, Wolverine to me is a short, scruffy man with with a gruff voice. He's he doesn't have to be ugly, but certainly not a handsome, tall uh, guy with perfect hair. Yeah, and he's called Wolverine for a reason. Wolverines are are small. Uh, angry, small, angry, furry animals. That's why he's called Wolverine. Yeah, I think you gentlemen did a good job, but uh, we're uh, we're moving on, and, and uh, uh, yeah. yeah, let him do what he's good at. Let him sing. Let him dance. Let him be free. Free, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, it's it was the third time I watched this movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, the first time I was angry. Uh, the second time I saw it as a comedy. <laughs> I, I laughed through the whole movie. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie. And this time I was angry again. So. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, no, I was angry the first time. Uh, the second time I was uh, angry. And the third time I was uh, angry. I just kept <laughs> on being angry. It's just. Okay. <laughs> Oh, this is one of those movies we we saw in the cinema together. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think we trashed uh, we trashed <laughs> three cars and uh, four bikes. Yeah, but it was uh, it was Queen's Day, so uh, <laughs> that had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> well, how uh, oh, we've come around this uh, this episode. <laughs> you know what time it is. Canada time! <laughs> no, Thais, it's ranking time! Let me up! Or I'll rearrange your windpipe! Uh, we started with Alpha Flight, and it's a surprisingly good comic uh, about a team that is forgotten now. They're not even a team anymore. If you want to read uh, about Buck and Sasquatch, they're in the Hulk comic, the the, the crazy good Hulk yeah. comic, uh, Immortal Hulk. That's uh, we we're going to do, discuss that one uh, as well one 
one of these days because we both love that comic and and there's there are side characters in that but we're the the the, the comic alpha flight um from the 80s we have ranked it on the 18th spot just below raiders of the lost ark and slightly above the tick the, the tv series from 2016 so yeah we we can recommend it um because of the great writing the great art john byrne wasn't just a great uh, writer truly He's, yeah he was also um, an amazing artist one of the best artists from uh, 80s uh, comics i think uh so yeah read go read that it's on marvel unlimited so uh if you have that subscription you have no right to skip this comic <laughs> uh, all, uh yeah forever night is the next title that we discussed um it is really good but uh this list is also uh yeah if we would recommend it uh, <laughs> uh therefore it's placed a little bit lower because it's it's hard to recommend uh it it, it takes some time to to get into it uh it's really slow it is really slow it is yeah it's it's well it's a procedural tv drama so from the 90s yeah. so yeah it's so, it's, yeah, it's so slow to... that uh, I I thought Canadian people just walk really slow. Um, it's it's truly truly is uh, uh, slow, and uh, therefore we placed it underneath the Last of Us uh, American Dream comic and uh, above Prototype Two uh, on the twenty eighth place. And speaking of um, the twenty eighth place, on the twenty ninth place we placed Until Dawn. And I would have placed it uh, much higher because, yeah, I love this game. I, I love this genre. <laughs> it's one so of bad. the best games in this genre. Yeah, you but, placed it at yeah. number 17 and I placed yep. it at number 37. <laughs> so uh, uh, that uh, uh, meant, uh, yeah, that we had to uh, put it in the middle of it. Uh, so it sits at so, yeah. uh, number uh, yeah, 29. Yeah, if you like uh, uh, making choices, yeah. <laughs> play this game. If you're like Emilio, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do like making choices. <laughs> I like to make meaningful choices. You hate making choices. No, yeah. Uh, you, if you once visited, you once visited my house, and and I I, I asked you, do you want the left glass or the right yeah, glass? Just you, choose for me. You, you just left. <laughs> you were you, you you were angry and left my house. It was so rude. <laughs> I will never invite you again. Even if this pandemic ends, I, you you're not welcome anymore in my house. Okay. Uh, or <laughs> just, like a just decide for me. <laughs> Uh, which glass you want to pour the water in? Um, okay, and <laughs> the Wolverine. Let's see um, the list. Uh, I'll scroll down. I'll scroll yeah. down. I'll scroll down. I'll scroll down. Yeah. Do you see the uh, bottom? Uh, it's yes. slightly above that. Uh, uh, hello, hello, hello. Uh, we placed it at uh, fifty-four. Uh, the list itself is uh, uh, fifty-six <laughs> titles long. So it's not that good, uh, and uh, it's uh, beneath uh, Pac the Pac-Man cartoon from 1982. So uh, it's it's worse than that, uh, and I can explain why. Uh, because the Pac-Man cartoon didn't make me angry. Um, the Pac-Man cartoon was just boring and 
a gross, a gross, but <laughs> gross. Cartoon. But this is oh oh, I'm thinking about oh Pac-Man again. He's bitten by the ghosts and he faints. And, and yeah, he eats the ghosts. It's gross, oh. absolutely oh. gross. Oh, I, hate it so uh, I, I think this movie is also <laughs> gross. Uh, if you look at their uh, Deadpool creation, that is maybe one of the most Ugh, gross things yeah. I've ever seen. Uh, and we placed it above uh, Conan the Barbarian. So yeah, we uh, we have a new fif- number fifty-four people. <laughs> yeah, go and watch it, but do not. <laughs> no, no. Uh, d- just just don't watch it. We've watched it three times. That's enough for the rest of the world. Yeah, I, I, I truly think uh, it, it's much more than that movie deserves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it took a, a big chunk of my life already. <laughs> uh, if you want to see uh, the entire ranking, go to our Tumblr page. That's uh, supermagictimefriends.tumblr.com. Do you disagree with our Wolverine ranking? I don't think you do. But if you do... <laughs> Um, or if you have another question or, or suggestion, uh, send us an email at supermagictimefriends at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a rating if you like our show. So, Emilio, uh, what is our next theme? Uh, our next theme will be a day at the beach. Ooh. Yeah. We're going so, to, summer is in the air. Yeah, we're going to do some tanning. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, no titles uh, next week. Just uh, <laughs> lying on the beach. No, no, no. It's no, no, no. We have gr- we have great titles. We have great titles, yeah. and they all surprising titles. I can yeah. say. and they all revolve yeah. around our ta- theme of going to the beach. We're going to have such a good yeah. Time. It's going to be a sunny episode, and uh, this was uh, it for uh, this week. Uh, we're going to say bye bye Canada, uh, and we hope that bye. you. Uh, we love you, Canada. We love you. Bye. Don't eat human meat. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we hope that you tune in next week. And in the meantime, we wish you a super magical time. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Bye.